This is the Jump Clear Daily Fantasy Podcast. Catch us Tuesdays and Thursdays with your host, Michael Cruciati. Hello and welcome, show jumping fans. It is Grand Prix Thursday. What? What? Grand Prix Thursday? Isn't Grand Prix supposed to be on the weekend? Normally you'd be right, but this week is Devon. That means the Sapphire Grand Prix of Devon is tonight at 8 p.m., and it's an amazing event. We have so much going on today. We have Facebook events going on. Check out our Facebook page at Jump Clear Fantasy, and we're actually doing a virtual watch party. Yeah, it's, it's a big day for show jumping. But what's even bigger is our guest speaker for today. We have one of the best writers of all time today. Oh, yeah. He is on the Jump Clear Daily Fantasy Podcast. We talk sports psychology, we talk horses, and we talk about the mental side of what really makes a champion. What a great interview we have for you today. Have you guessed who it is yet? (laughs) That is coming up real quick. But first, we want to make sure that we touch on our events going this week. We're going to spend very little time on the picks this week because we really want to get to our interview. But for this week, we have events going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have horse shows in Thunderbird. We have horse shows and cons for the Longines Global Champions Tour, of course, Devon, and Tryon, North Carolina. So if you want to get into the Jump Clear action this week, download the app on the App Store and Google Play and place your picks. Amazing, amazing events going on this week. But going back to our interview, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce McLean Ward to the Jump Clear Daily Fantasy Podcast. McLean, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, so the first thing that I want to talk about is you're at a very special horse show right now, one that is uh, quite prestigious. Would you tell us which uh, horse show you're at? Uh, Absolutely, yes. Uh, In Pennsylvania, about an hour outside of Philadelphia. Uh, It's a event that's been running uh, over 100 years, and it's always, always been very close to my heart. Very, uh, very special. You've had quite some results there. Uh, Ten, to be in fact. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been a good show for me. We've won the Grand Prix here ten times and uh, had a few other close seconds. Um, you know, I've always felt very comfortable and I enjoy the environment. Uh, um, and it's just always been a very important event on the calendar and, and a special atmosphere for for the athletes. Do you remember your first win? I do, yeah. Twist to the lot. Uh, I think 1997. Um, back in that time, you could ride two in the Grand Prix, and uh, I'd always wanted to win the Devon Grand Prix. I grew up, my dad won it in 1982, and, and I'd grown up with it uh, being something I really coveted and, and uh, desired to be successful at. I remember I went on my first horse and had two fences down, eight faults, and sitting back in the barn thinking I'm never going to win this Grand Prix. Um, <laughs> That's really special. And it's, it's so cool to have been able to grow up in the industry myself. And, you know, when I first got really inundated with the industry, you were the one that I was watching. And so kind of to see the last several um, Grand Prix wins has been really special. And what one of the things I was really thinking about in these questions was, I mean, you're one of the best show jumping athletes of all time. And 
what are your hopes for the future of the sport from the legacy that you have and the one that you will eventually leave behind? Well, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, when you start talking about legacies, you know, it's probably not for us to talk about ourselves. Um, I'd like to think that I, particularly as I go further in my career and also transition into, you know, a slightly different career when my competition period is done, which isn't that far out, uh, that I'm able to give back to the sport that's given me so much by helping to continue to develop and promote uh, not only the biggest competitions of the world, but up-and-coming riders, um, and, and really with the ideals that I grew up chasing of, you know, representing your country um, is, is the ultimate. And uh, I hope I can share my experiences that I've been, been lucky enough to have over, over the last three or four decades and use that also to promote sport to the, to the general public as a whole. Yeah, some of the experiences that you must have had, and, and I was thinking about, do you get more nervous for World Cup finals or watching your daughter go and show in the ponies? <laughs> yeah, you know, my, my, my daughter, I have to say, proudly kind of has it going on and seems pretty confident. She's got a great head on her shoulders. So I, I'm actually pretty comfortable. I mean, for sure, there's always a little concern and you want things to go well, but uh, I, I don't get that stressed, at least not yet. Uh, myself, I, I still um, I, I stress and, and have battled nerves my whole life, and it's something I've talked pretty openly about. So, at least for the time being, that that's, that comes with more anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just we were thinking about that, and that, that's a competitive pony ring. You have your daughter, we ha- you have the Pessoa family, you have the Sweetenham family. I, I wouldn't want to be in the pony ring right now. <laughs> no, you know, it's where they all start. And- it's, a, it's an interesting world, interesting experience, I have to say. But I think if you go about it with the right things, you know, at the, at the, that are important. You know, you've got to stay focused on the things that are important, you know, that, that their kids, they're developing and they're learning. And it's not just learning riding, but learning a whole set of life skills. And success is, is always nice. Everybody likes to win. But that, you know, for us, that's not right at the forefront of, of what our goals are right now for our kids. Right, right. Um, so, so you know, I think that that keeps their perspective. Yeah, I, I think that that is a really healthy perspective, especially being able to handle getting yourself mentally prepared for competition. I know you just had mentioned that being very open about dealing with the stress and getting ready for a competition. What are some of the ways that you really handle being able to go into some of these massive classes? Well, you know, that's been a, a life long and a career long uh, work in progress you know back in uh, 2008 um, which by that point you know I'd, I'd already won a gold medal at the Olympics and world championship silver so so the career was going pretty well but I, I really felt that my the biggest weakness in my game was my mental side that when I really got to the, to the final moments you know processing and handling pressure and stress was something that I could do a lot better and I sought out a, a really top sports psychologist from golf, a gentleman by the name of Bob Bratella, and uh, have worked with him on and off ever since. And it really changed my career and in turn it changed your life because, you know, this is not a nine to five job. We don't turn it off when we go home. We don't turn it off when uh, we go on vacation. Uh, It it is kind of with us and and what we live, you know, 24 seven. So, you know, there, there, there's a, there's a, variety of different skill sets that to be frank being a successful athlete already I, I did these things 
but I didn't do them in order or I wasn't so aware of them or I wasn't able to to use them to their fullest in moments when things weren't going well or there were hurdles, obstacles that were getting in my way. Um, so it really gives you just a process to go through and everybody has to design it for themselves and, and find their journey and their way of preparing. Um, but for me, you know, uh, two things I think really, really were important in, in working with Bob. One is shared experience. When you start to realize that there are other people in other, other sporting games that, you know, struggle with the same insecurity, same doubt, same stress that you're dealing with and are able to, to process that, that pressure um, so that it works for them. Um, and, you know, that shared experience and realize that there's someone who I look at from the outside and appears to be so successful and really enjoying it. Um, and I'm not having that experience. I'm stressing and feel like I'm failing and realize that they have those same emotions and, and how they cope with it. So that, mm. that was very helpful for me. I, I would say, you know, and then the second big thing is process. You know, what is your process? Where do you find comfort? Where, what is your routine? I, I'm a workaholic by nature. So my preparation is typically, I would say my strongest suit. And then, you know, in preparing for competition, leading up down to the simplest thing, the way, uh, you know, on a big Grand Prix day that I would spend my time leading up to the class, how I prepare uh, physically, mentally, but just even in my equipment, in my, my process, very, very organized, very predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find great comfort in that and, and allows me really to, to do my job, I think, to, to the full potential, you know, more often than not. Yeah, no, that, that, those are incredible two points. And uh, I actually had the pleasure of um, coming to your farm and doing a few videos there. And it was really cool to see just the organization that went there because there's so much uncertainty when you're in the ring stuff going on outside in the ring. There's things that are coming up, being able to not have to worry about your tack failing or that. Did I check the box in my preparation? That's, that's so important. You're exactly right. I mean, control the things you're in control of. Um, we, we happen to be in a sport that has a huge amount of variables. I mean, the most obvious one is you live, you're working with another living animal um, who has motions and, and health uh, concerns and they could be having a good day or a bad day or understanding or not understanding and you know that's a that's a massive factor that we have in our sport that you don't have in, in other sports yeah. um i would say the, the biggest comparable probably would be race car driving you know that <laughs> what, what factor is the car and the engine but you know then weather and footing conditions and the course and how the warm-up uh, is situated and set up i mean there's so many things that are to some degree out of our control that I, I actually, I, I talk about this a lot. I cannot understand how riders don't make sure of the things that they can make sure of. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's baffling, but you know, there are some that still do and, and have some success. It's just never going to be sustained, consistent success. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you work with quite yeah. a few younger athletes as well. And is this a lot of the things that you'd help them with and, and teach them? Absolutely. You know, I think uh, it's, it's majority of what I bring to the table. I mean, I'm lucky enough to, to work with young riders who are pretty established in their riding career uh, by the time they come to me. So it's less, you know, riding teaching uh, per se, um, as it is understanding how to build a team around them, how to 
make a, a championships run, so to speak, how to go from being a very good, well-taught young adult or teenage, you know, rider, and how to take that to the next level and become a championships rider. Mm, I love it. Oh, we could talk all day about this. <laughs> One of the other things I, I was thinking of too is I mean, you've had so many incredible mounts over the years. If there was one horse that you could unretire and bring back, who would it be? Uh, Sapphire. You know, Sapphire was, if, if you wanted to, to pick my top two or three horses of a lifetime, uh, Sapphire was the first. And when, you, when you're young, you're a little bit uh, naive to the moment and how actually brilliant she was. Um, I mean, I knew she was great. I, I worked really hard to, you know, be the best I could be um, for her. Uh, but, you know, looking back now, many horses later, um, she had so many of the characteristics uh, that you look for in a great horse. She had so many of them so strong, um, and she did it for so long. Uh, you know, she was at the top of the sport for almost eight years. Uh, that's, that's what you've heard of now. So when I, when I look back and I think that all the pieces together, she might not have been the most athletic or the most talented, but when you, when you factor all of the qualities she had, I have to say she was the best. <laughs> yeah. And, and it actually leads right into the next one is that if you could have a rewrite of any round, not necessarily one that was bad, but one that you just want to relive the moment. Yeah, I mean, there'd be a lot, and they, they certainly wouldn't be re-rides of the ones that worked out. I, I, I'm not the guy that wakes up and thinks about how much you've won. I'm the one that thinks about the days that I came up short. Um, it was close. Um, so I, I would think, you know, there's there's certainly a, a group of rounds that I'd, I'd love to have another shot at, and, and it's some pretty important moments. But, you know, that's, you know, also you're, you're, you have to be realistic and realize to, to, to be successful at the highest level, you know, you, you got to be, be knocking it close to the pit, so to speak, and mm -hmm. it's not always going to go in. Right, right, right. So the, the last question I have for you is a little bit based on fantasy sports. And so I've been asking our riders uh, this question, and I'll ask it to you as well. Can you tell if you're going to have a clear round before the round? Can you feel the horse in such a way that, or look at the horse in such a way that it, this horse is jumping clear? Well, I, I think you absolutely can, can have a very good feeling. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you, you can 100% uh, know you're going to have a clear round, but you know, you definitely can feel in the warm up uh, how the horse is warming up, how it's performing. You know, if uh, the course and the situation suits you to your strengths. Um, you know, yes, definitely you, you can have a, a set things are going to go well. But I would say more often than not, if you want a sure thing, there's plenty of times you can be sure you're not going to have a clear round, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of those things for sure. It's that more often than not, the rails do come down. Yeah, exactly. Oh, McLean, thank you so much for your time today. We we can't wait no to watch problem. you this My weekend. Pleasure. Good luck with everything. I, I, I hope the fantasy sports uh, take off and uh, we get a great following. Absolutely. If, for, if you want to follow McLean, follow him this weekend and check him out online and on social media. Such an opportunity to talk to McLean Ward. And as a former athlete myself, obviously not quite to that level, being able to talk through the mental side of the game, whether you're in business, in your relationships, in sports, how to handle yourself when these big moments come up 
incredible, incredible story and ways to think through how to prepare yourself to accomplish what you want. I really urge you to go and look at more of what McLean has done, and you can find all that online. So, which brings us to the end of our show today. We are so thankful you joined us today for this incredible interview. And get out there, invite your friends, download the app, place your picks, and claim your podium. Jump Clear Fantasy is a fantasy sports platform. Gambling or sports wagering are not permitted on Jump Clear Fantasy. We are available to play in Colorado, Florida, and Kentucky only. Users must be physically located in Colorado, Florida, or Kentucky. Must be 18 years or older for entertainment purposes only. No results are guaranteed. Void where prohibited by law. Users who participate on Jump Clear Fantasy agree to the terms and conditions. Minimum $5 initial deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.